Welcome to Business Matters with host Rob Capello, a podcast where we open the conversation on what matters for business. We would like to thank your sponsor, Valley First Credit Union, a member-owned financial cooperative serving the Okanagan, Similkameen, and Thompson. They offer a wide range of banking and investment services for individuals and families. Valley First also has a talented business and commercial team to provide the expertise, products, and services local businesses need to grow and thrive. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Business Matters, presented by Valley First, a division of First West Credit Union. My name is Rob Capello. I'm the VP of Business Development and Now Media Group. Uh, before we get started, I'd like to just give a shout out to our sponsors. Uh, for those of you that are unfamiliar with Valley First, they are a member-owned financial cooperative serving the Okanagan, Similkameen, and Thompson Valleys. They offer a wide range of banking and investment services for individuals and families, and they also offer robust business and commercial team with expertise in products and services needed to help local businesses grow and thrive. For more information, please visit valleyfirst.com business, and thank you to Valley First for um, being a sponsor. Um, as businesses settle into sort of I hate the word new normal, but I'll use it. New normal, most of us understand we're facing really unprecedented challenges. And, and I'm sure there's more to come. No one knows what the future is going to hold. But a lot of businesses have either shortened hours, you have staff working from home, um, some have moved, you know, some of the business online. But business owners are, are always looking for ways to save costs, but wherever possible, but also not affect their delivery service because none of us want to affect the way we deliver our services to our clients. But so there's a program offered in our, in our communities. Last year, saw over a thousand businesses take advantage of it. Um, almost 500 of them took part in a free energy assessment, and more than 180 of the businesses took the next step by completing an in-depth energy assessment to help them find additional ways to save. Um, money and they're sorry save energy savings um, and that program is now back for its fourth year I believe so yep. we're going to learn about this program today as we welcome Lauren Lee to Business Matters. Thank you so much for having me. No problem thank you Lauren. So Lauren is a corporate communication specialist at Fortis BC. I think everyone knows Fortis but Fortis BC is a regulated utility focus on providing safe and reliable energy including natural gas electricity and propane um, I thought this was interesting. Fortis employs more than 2,400 uh, British Columbians and serves approximately 1.2 million customers, which is great. <laughs> uh, and covers 135 communities, which is, again, just uh, crazy, the numbers, once you see it. So, but let's get started. Uh, so, Lauren, thank you for joining me today. I know we had some computer issues, so we're settled in now, and yeah. we're going we're gonna to start. And so before we kind of jump in, there's a few topics I want to talk about today, but maybe... I'll let you give sort of the elevator speech on Fortis BC and how you guys help all, you know, all the communities that we talk about and the businesses that we're going to talk about. Yeah, absolutely. So like you said, we um, serve almost more than 1.2 million customers across the province. Um, I mean, you know, we, many of you know us as the natural gas provider um, from the lower mainland to Vancouver Island, all the way up north to Fort Nelson, uh, far east as Cranbrook. And then we also provide electricity in the southern interior and then through the Kootenays as well. So many of us, many of you know us as the electricity provider, um, as well as an natural gas provider. And then we also uh, deliver pipe propane to customers in Revelstoke as well. So, you know, we have, we touch a lot of customers across the province. Um, like you said, like we have, you know, rebate programs and offers available to these customers to be able to help them increase energy efficiency within their homes and within their businesses as well. And so we're really looking to be able to reach a lot of these customers um, through these programs. 
That's awesome. And we'll talk about a few of those for sure. So what about your role? What does your role entail? And I want to say, what does a typical day look like for you? But I'm not sure if that even exists. But what does it do? What is, what is your role entail? You're right. The, the days change. Um, I don't know if I've had a day that's pretty much been the same. Yeah. Um, I'm on the media relations team um, right now. Um, my journey at Fornis, though, started actually on their street team. Okay. So I actually was um, one of the team members going out to, into the communities to visit, um, you know, to go to home shows, community events. We'd go into elementary schools and deliver our energy lesson presentation to uh, students about energy conservation and safety. So I really got to know the organization on the ground level and really be able to talk to our customers about their energy needs, about how they save energy in their home, what tips they use, um, you know, because sometimes I hadn't heard of what they would do. Right. And I got to travel to different regions as well. So when I went to Prince George, a lot of the customers had different insights as to how they manage their energy use because of the colder weather up there. Right. And, you know, somewhere then in the lower mainland or even, even in um, the Okanagan as well, like just the um, amount of even air conditioning used in hmm. the Okanagan versus the lower mainland and how much more demand there is. So, you know, it was very interesting to be able to talk to customers across the province about how they use energy and, you know, although they use the same energy, just how they've managed it. Yeah. And then also, how we were able to help them as well. Like, you know, a lot of our home show booths were about our rebate programs and people would walk by and say, I don't know you had rebates. And so, you know, that would open the conversation to be able to have those conversations. And so that really helped me transition into this role, which now I'm on the media relations team, being able to work um, day to day on communications materials that support these same campaigns, rebate campaigns. I work closely with the sustainability group as well on their communications and um, really being able to work with different groups to be able to get our messages out. So I still do a very similar role, but just do going in a different way and being able to look more at the strategy of the communications objectives and everything. So definitely a great transition for me. And yeah. yeah. So how has your role changed through COVID? Like it is, is other than obviously you're working from home, um, uh, but like what other things have changed for you and your roles through the pandemic? I think it's just being able to, you know, be able to adapt to the circumstance that we're in. We're all working from home. It was at the beginning, we're all working from home. We were all trying to transition into a period where we're still be needing to be able to communicate with our customers, to be able to show what we were doing to help them through the COVID-19 pandemic at the beginning, and then also how we're continuing to support them throughout because now we're realizing this is going to be here for a while. So, you know, for us at the beginning, it was to be able to manage, you know, how we're going to work together collaboratively, but from, you know, from like remote areas. We did have, um, we do have uh, like colleagues that work in Kelowna and then I work in the lower mainland in the Surrey office. So there was, you know, teleconferencing and we would be able to still do that, but you'd also have that human interaction with being able to see people in the room, collaborate more. Yeah. So we were able to really move forward with that. And, you know, I think, especially at the beginning with being able to really understand how, you know, it was a lot of the unknowns about how we were going to adapt to it. So, you know, the team was great at being able to come together really develop some communication materials about where our customers could go to get help with their bills, where they could find support, what we were doing to help them. So it was a really good way to be able to, you know, we had to focus on that and, you know, we were able to really band together as a team and, you know, day to day, it's starting to kind of come into a little bit more of the, 
Again, like I don't, yeah, same thing. Like the normal, but not really normal operations. His, it's now kind of starting to sound weird when you say it, but um, it's it's more like now adapting into this is, you know, we've kind of come through the initial stages of what has happened, and then you know how we're adapting to it with either our current programs and you know being able to still adapt to COVID, but in a way that we can still move forward as as an organization, but also as a community as well. What about technicians? Are they like if they got to enter homes, are they entering homes or can you do a lot of that, whatever they would need to do virtually? How is that working? So um, we do have proper safety protocols in place um, for all of the technicians that may have to enter homes. Right. Usually um, that will happen if, um, you know, there's a natural gas um, right. emergency, which would be, you know, a damage to our system. And, you know, we're very careful about how, you know, we enter people's homes. They have full protective equipment with them in case they do have to enter. Um, but there are also um, avenues where they're taking that if customers are comfortable relighting their own appliances, you know, they can walk them through the steps and be able to, you know, help them that way. Um, it's, you know, definitely a level of comfortability. You know, we're definitely trying to adapt to the circumstance, but we also want to make sure that safety is the priority. So we want to make sure that our employees are safe, but the public is safe as well. So, you know, we always say like, if um, you know a lot of the damages to our infrastructure can't be prevented, and then those instances would also be prevented as well. So you know, just being able to call BC One Call and un understand where everything is underground, that really helps us mitigate those um, those areas where we have to enter people's homes. So it's something that you know we definitely take very seriously, and we're continuing to adapt, um, and we're just trying to move forward as best possible to be able to really help everyone. Yeah. And, and, and I would assume that we are, people are still doing gas meter readings, like you have, a person has to go do that still, is that correct? Like, are they showing up to homes doing that? Or? Um, I think they, they, we had put that on hold for a while during the, at the beginning, yeah. So they had put that on hold and then they, um, I think, started to reintegrate that a little bit um, with proper safety protocols as well. I mean, if, you know, they do have the same thing, safety protocols in place. Um, social distancing, physical distancing, and then, you know, they, uh, the media readers would always have ID. So if you know, anyone's concerned, you can always ask, you know, at a distance, ask for their ID, make sure um, they are who they say they are. And, you know, we always want to make sure the public feels comfortable with that as well. So Absolutely. yeah, there's still definitely, I think the safety protocols have really enhanced. We've always taken safety um, very seriously, but it's just taking it up to make sure that, you know, during the pandemic, everything, you know, we, take all that into consideration. Absolutely. Um, it, when, when this was sort of first started, there was, and, and even now, there's more people working from home. So, you know, there's, there's a consumption issue from the home side, I guess, for lack of, I don't know, issues right there. But even from business, there's less people in the office. But how do you guys even plan for something like this? Like, that, I, when, as I was doing some research, like, you're in a business that, like, yeah, like, how do you plan for something? You can't really, you just got to adapt. And I mean, I'm sure you have, you know, you're I'm sure people are sitting in boardroom going, if something happens, we need to be ready, but you never plan for a pandemic to happen, right? So. Exactly. I mean, it, it's something that, and you, you know, when actually, especially too, when I was talking to people, um, you know, about it, it's like a lot of people didn't think that this a pan, global pandemic would ever happen in their lifetime. Yeah. You know, right. it's something that, you know, it came on, it, it, somewhat suddenly because there wasn't as much notice in terms of how serious it was until pretty much March. And so it's something that, you know, we don't necessarily think this is going to happen. We do actually do emergency exercise, like um, practice emergency exercises throughout the year. So I've actually been a part of, um, I was a part of one last year and you, and that's where you plan, 
you know, you go through and for me being somewhat new into the role, it was an interesting experience to see how, you know, the team would deal with something like that and the process that you go through, how you gather information and, and everything. So it was very similar in terms of how the process worked. So, you know, a lot of the time it, it can still be a very similar process. It's just adapting to a different circumstance. So, you know, we do really take the safety of not only our employees, but the public seriously. So we do practice for those types of events. And then when it came to COVID, it was more like, how can we help our customers through this at this time? And it was, it's, and, and two, when it happened, it was, I guess, going into spring. So then we're going into summer, which is more, especially in our electric, electric service territory, it's more about air conditioning rather than heating. So we were able to at least have, you know, be able to plan out, you know, a little bit more beforehand about how we could help our customers and manage the energy use. And that's where our rebates and our, you know, tips and tricks come in about how to manage the energy use when, yeah. um, when you know, you're at home more. I think there's a, we um, did a blog, I think it was published sometime in May or June about, you know, when more people are at home, here's some um, stats about, you know, how you can save energy in your home by, you know, if you're still working at home kind of thing. So we try and like find that information and be able to help our customers understand their energy use that way. Um, but it's, it's definitely, you know, something that you just adapt to in the moment. And I mean, I guess being in media relations, you kind of have, you know, yeah. to yeah. learn that a little bit, yeah. um, but definitely not on this larger scale either. So um, it's been a great like learning experience just for me to be able to kind of understand um, the process of that. Well, I, I will, gladly pay for our clinician until the end of October if we keep this weather. So yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I know the weather I hear, it was a little chilly this morning, but it's sunny. It's going to get yeah. warmer. I was like, you know, cause I was thinking, I think was it was a couple of days last week. I'm like, you know, it's getting a little chillier. Yeah, like it's definitely like, not time for the furnace. Like I'm not, you know, we, we don't usually turn the furnace on until right. like absolutely necessary. Right. Um, but yeah, it was just one of those things where I was like, Oh no, it's not, you know, and then like, do I put the air conditioner away yet here? And then, so they're still out just in case, you know, there's a hot day. Yeah. But um, yeah, I know up in, uh, in Kelowna, I know we have a couple colleagues up there and, you know, when we say it's 30 degrees here, it's like 37, 38. Yeah. So I know you guys, it's, there's a big difference. And so when we say we have air conditioning, I know what you guys, you know, yeah. definitely need the air conditioning. You mentioned sort of be part of the events team and some of the stuff like the trade shows and, is any of that stuff shifted like any of those events shifted online for you guys do you know or like is I'm, I'm not sure if you're sort of connected with that team still but i wonder if any of that if any of those services or sort of messaging i guess i should say is it shifted online um i don't know if about specifically about like more the day-to-day -day events like the home shows or anything like that most of the time events like that are hosted by an organization and then we attend um, but I know we, um, we run our um, efficiency in action awards every year and usually that's in person. So okay. it's recognizing um, some great organizations, municipalities that have really increased energy efficiency in their businesses. And we move that online. So we're going to move that online this year. Um, and then, you know, I think with the events team, I think they they actually found a way to give back into the communities. And so instead of going online, they actually were delivering um, uh, meals like through Meals on Wheels to um, to people in the community, and so I thought that was you know something great that because the a lot of the events were canceled, home shows and community events, especially through the summer as well. Um, you know, me being on the team, I'm like I know like before like you know if there was no events that you know we were thinking you know how especially during this time like 
you know, how would they um, be able to get those messages out or how would they be able to help the community? And so they found a really great way to be able to give back because, you know, a lot of the volunteers weren't able to come out and deliver those meals the same right. way. So, you know, we were able to, you know, same thing, PPE, and we had um, our Fortis truck, they would pick up the meals and they'd be able to be That's delivered awesome. to people in the community. So I thought that was a great initiative that we were helping people out in the community and then still being able to, um, you know, be able to have the, the events team be able to go out and, and do that. So, um, yeah, so we, we are slightly adjusting some of the events, um, you know, depending on how everything works out. Um, but yeah, I think, you know, we're trying to do certain things virtually and then some things, you know, I think it's just, it's hard to make, sure. get it online, but I know that, um, you know, we're just trying to, you know, at least be able to still connect with our customers as best as possible through the time. Cause I know being at events, you'd have a lot of great conversations oh, with yeah. people and right. it's, it's that one-to-one -one conversation where, um, you know, I think there's some really great, um, you know, information that can flow back and forth. So, you know, I know that um, we're working to, you know, be, be able to do that safely again. And, you know, that just depends on when that timing comes. Well, it's, it's great to hear that the resources were used for things like Meals on Wheels. So, so that's awesome. So, so we did want to talk about some of the programs and how you guys help small businesses. So um, one of the programs is uh, a partnership between Fortis VC and Green Step Solutions. Um, so can we talk a little bit about, you know, what the program is and how it's helping small businesses? Yeah, absolutely. So, um, so like you said, we've been offering this program for the last three years. This is the fourth year doing it. And we work with Green Step Solutions to help provide uh, small business owners with um, information about how they use the energy in their businesses and then how they can manage that energy use as well. And so um, the uh, Green Step on behalf of Forest BC is conducting uh, free energy consultations with small businesses that apply to be part of the program. And these consultations take about 15 to 30 minutes. Um, as we adapt to the pandemic, they're happening um, you know, over the phone, video conferencing, and then there are um, a limited amount of in-person visits um, in Kelowna, Penticton, and Nelson um, for those businesses in, th in that area. Um, business, you know, businesses outside of those three communities can still apply to be the can still apply to be part of the program, um, but their uh, assessment will be done uh, through the virtual way. Okay. So, um, you know, it's a great way to be able to connect business owners with someone in the energy industry, which is great. So there's still that one-to-one -one communication and being able to really target some of those customized um, energy um, upgrades that people, that the business owners can do. So GreenStep would provide these business owners with advice. It could be low cost, no cost ways to save energy. It could be, um, you know, ways that if the business owner is looking to do some more energy efficient projects or upgrades, what that would look like, what Forest BC rebates would be available. And then if they choose, if the businesses choose to do that, um, there would still be continued support from Fortis BC and from GreenStep to be able to help them with the rebate applications. And, you know, because some of these projects can take, you know, some time to complete. So, you know, we want to make sure that we're there to support them all the way through. Is, a, is there a deadline for businesses to register for the program? I'm assuming it ends and then it might start again next year, but. Yes, um, the, the business have until December 4th of this year okay. to apply. Um, we do offer, um, you know, uh, the, it's, um, a, there's another program as well. It's the commercial energy assessment program okay. and um, small businesses can also apply for that one, for that program as well. It's very similar to the small business outreach program, but it's offered year round. Okay. 
Yeah. And is the program for all kinds of businesses, retail, restaurant, offices? Is there, is there some that don't qualify? Is it really open to any business? It's open to as you know many businesses, restaurants. We've had quite a few restaurants participate right. before. Um, we do have quite a few um, rebates for you know the food industry, you know commercial ovens and and that kind of thing. Um, you know, yeah, offices lighting, LED lighting is quite oh. popular. You know, I don't think there's not necessarily one. You know, you know we want to be able to help as many small businesses as possible. And within each industry, there's different ways to be able to save energy. And so we're looking to be able to help them find those ways um, individually in a customized way. So, yeah, so, I mean, just, yeah, I think the application's online, so you can uh, apply and, and then someone can be able to contact you. So if anyone is interested, um, they just have to go to the Fortis BC website and they'll be they'll find information for any business to, they fill an application and someone will contact them and set up a, an assessment? Yep, so if they go to uh, fortisbc.com slash smallbusiness, Okay. to that page right there and the application is right on that page awesome so that's one of the programs that you have but uh, I'm sure there's other ways that you guys are helping um, small businesses reduce energy or, or increase energy efficiency so um, what are some of the other rebates that are or sort of rebates that are available for business you mentioned a few of them but there's other ones you want to highlight that yeah, so I mean, there's um, there for specifically for our Forest BC electric customers as well. There's a similar program. It's for a free energy evaluation, and that's done by a Forest BC technical advisor. And they would go through that business um, and check in through the lighting, the heating if it's electric, the air conditioning, and look for opportunities that may be able to help them reduce electricity consumption. And then same thing, we also have rebates available for those customers as well. And so those will be identified in, in that energy assessment. Um, something that we've done recently was for com some commercial rebate programs. Um, some of the incentive amounts have um, increased. Some of them actually have doubled. So um, we're really looking to help support our small businesses through through the pandemic and even for time after as well. Um, so you know, for Fortis BC natural gas customers that meet the eligibility requirements, you know, we were talking about the food industry. So, you know, even Energy Star Griddles went from a $500 rebate to a $1,500 rebate. Um, rebates for like rack ovens went from a $3,500 rebate to a $4,500 rebate. So, you know, there are quite, you know, we've tried to really help our small businesses if they're looking to upgrade any, um, any of their appliances to be able to help them cover some of the more of those costs uh, for our Fortis BC Electric electricity customers, um, LED lights, we increase some of the rebates around those as well, because we know lighting is um, one of those ways that, you know, we can, it can be a cost effective way to be able to reduce electricity consumption. Right. So um, if any small businesses are looking to see what rebates, all of the rebates that um, have increased, they can go to fortisbc.com slash bigger and okay. their list of the rebates will be online there. So, you know, there's some definitely some great programs there that can help our um, small business customers and our commercial customers as well be able to save energy. And it is a lot of the, like, if someone wants to take advantage of any of the rebates, is it done all online virtually? Is that sort of the idea of the way it works, like the fill an application online? Yeah, yeah. So, so most of the applications are online, yeah. And then, um, I mean, if there's any questions, you know, people, you know, people can always call our contact center um, for our commercial customers. There's usually like an energy solutions manager or a key account manager that they can work directly with. And there are, you know, Fortis BC employees that know these rebate programs that can help them, you know, guide them through the rebate process or identify 
other rebates that may be available as well. I know that, you know, there's quite a few rebates um, on our website. So it's always nice to have someone, you know, whether it be someone from the street team on the residential side, an energy solutions manager on the commercial side to be able to help, you know, identify the possible rebates available. And um, yeah, they're a great resource as well. I mean, that their um, information's all online as well. So we're going to switch focus a little bit. I did warn you about this. We're going to do 10 rapid fire questions and then we're going to, we're going to come back because I do have a few more questions I want to wrap up with. But um, so these are not to do with Fortis, they're to do with you. So we're going to learn a little bit about you. Um, what was your very first job? I was working at a coffee shop in the local community center. Okay. Um, you make a mean cappuccino? Um, I used to. I haven't done it in a while, but yeah, I used to be able to like make all types of coffee drinks. <laughs> all the art? Did you all like the art on top of it? I didn't it? quite get to the art when I was when I was a barista. Um, that wasn't the trend. It wasn't oh, the quick okay. trend yet, so never learned. <laughs> um, who is the most famous person you ever met? Have you met anyone super famous before? Um, I used to work at a restaurant and Kaylee Cuoco walked in. I didn't oh. meet her face to face. Like I met like I we came like she was walking toward me you know we passed yeah. and because we were told not to make a big deal about that <laughs> um but i and then um yeah so i mean that was just something i'm like oh someone famous has walked yeah. into the restaurant i worked at. that's awesome um i'm not sure if you're a reader but what are you reading right now if you had to pick up a book what would you is there a genre you like reading or, or... oh uh yeah that's a good question um i haven't really read a lot lately i was definitely into more the murder like the mystery books okay, yeah. um i think oh, I, I can't remember the series i last read but it was it, it was i think written by jk rowling under a different alias name and there was a three books i can't remember what it was but it was somewhat like a mystery kind of yeah. you know solving the case kind of book so i think that was those are the last books that i read <laughs> who's your favorite band if you had to listen to like, I don't know, if you had to just pop in some music right now and listen to something to get you going for the day, what would it be? Um, I don't, oh gosh. I've been listening to a lot of like 90s music. So a lot of those 90s bands that I somewhat grew up with. I mean, I was still young, but kind of grew up with. So, I mean, I was listening to like Third Eye Blind. I was yeah, listening yeah. to, you know, just like Smash Mouth. I was just listening to like, you know, some of that old school music that, you know, I don't know, kind of brings you back. <laughs> I like it. Um, who's someone that you really admire that maybe you look up to so far in your career? It could be someone you work with or someone sort of outside that you've looked up to. Is there anybody that you could pinpoint that you say, sort of you look as a mentor? Um, I think um, someone close to me, very close to me is my grandmother. I mean, she was definitely an inspiration for me just being, you know, a working mom. Um, she moved from New Zealand when my mom was one and she moved to Canada, picked up everything and left and they started a new life in Canada and not, not, you know, they were, I mean, their plan was to come here for two years and then go back to New Zealand and then ended up staying here because I mean, it's beautiful. Back to yeah. very similar to New Zealand, um, a little different, but you know, very West coast. So they actually, um, my grandma and grandpa actually, uh, flipped houses you know, throughout and they both worked and, um, you know, they raised a family and, you know, I grew up very close to my grandmother and my mother and, you know, it was just, you know, something that, you know, she did all this and it really inspired me to, you know, go to school and really get a good job and really set myself up into a career that I really was passionate about. She was very passionate about her job and what she did. And, 
you know, I really want to, you know, kind of follow that and really work toward um, being able to be successful in not only in career, but in family life as well, and being able to really have a stable, um, stable household and everything. So yeah, she was yeah. definitely someone in my life throughout that I've really looked up to. That's awesome. That's, that's a great answer. So uh, any favorite quotes? Are you known to say something that people are like, yeah, that's what Lauren says. Anything? Um, I mean, the one that comes to mind was like, I think the one I put, I think in my high school yearbook and it's like an outfit isn't complete without a smile. And I typically smile quite a lot. I'm always quite a, a positive and happy person. So I always just kind of go with that, that, you know, I'm always just, I, I think it's just more to, I look, you know, on the positive side of things and try and find the best in the situation. It's not always easy, you know, especially with what we're dealing with now, but you know, you know, just try to use it as an opportunity to be able to, you know, grow different skills, being able to, you know, be able to adapt to situations that you're not always comfortable in. And it's, that's the point. You're not supposed to be comfortable. You're supposed to kind of push yourself. And I think for me, personal growth is something that, you know, I'm trying to do as I, as I go through. So that one's kind of I like it. one that comes to mind. <laughs> that one's great. I actually really like it. Um, what was the first big ticket item you bought with your own money? Did you blow it on something silly? What, what was it? <laughs> um, yeah, <laughs> I bought myself um, like the biggest, one of the biggest things that, and it wasn't even that expensive, but one thing I remember, I went to Tiffany's and I bought myself a bracelet, one of those typical farm yeah. bracelets. <laughs> and I remember getting, I think it was a birthday gift. It was just like, I, I think I just got money and my mom was like, you don't have to save any of it. I think it was like in a card. It was more like yeah. a, like a, a gift, one of those visa gift cards or something. Yeah. But every, you know, it was more like when you get cash, you'd have to save it. Like that was always the thing in my household. You always have to yeah. save, but that one you couldn't. So I had all the money I could spend on something and that's what I went for. Yeah, I still have it. It's, you know, it's just one of those things that's that you can awesome. spend. Uh, yeah. What's something that you want to do next year that you haven't done before, either in business or personal life? Is there anything on your list that you want to accomplish in the next 12, 18 months? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I guess, I mean, I'm really always just looking to be able to find different things to do. So, I mean, like this year I got really into cooking and baking and really developing kind of like, you know, figuring out which recipes that, you know, I, I really want to, really want to try. So I think for me, I really want to be able to like, it sounds kind of funny, but I just really want to be able to like make a tiered cake and be able oh, to bake okay. it and decorate yeah. it well. And, you know, I got some of the, you know, materials to do it, like, you know, and just be able to kind of make someone, a, you know, it's almost like bringing, you know, making someone a birthday cake and being yeah. able to be like, you know, if we're not going out to get it, I'm going to make it instead and try <laughs> to be more resourceful to be, you know, I, you know, my mom would say when I first moved out, I didn't know how to cook anything. Right. So the fact that I've actually been able, my, one of the goals is to actually bake something is quite funny. So yeah, I think yeah, I saw during the pandemic is never saw as much sourdough recipes. Yeah. <laughs> That's something I haven't tried yet, but you know, never say never. <laughs> What's your favorite place you've ever visited or you've gone on vacation? Where's your, if you had to go back to one place, what would it be? Uh, New Zealand. My family's in New Zealand, um, and it's just, it's, it's so beautiful there. I've, I think I've been, I've been very fortunate. I've been four times to visit my family there. And every time, you know, you, you get to see different areas of, of, the, um, of the country, and it's something that, you know, it's similar to here um, in terms of the greenery, but it's a lot more tropical because of the climate. 
and it's just it's just a great place everyone's so nice there everyone is just you know everyone's got you know the accent and they're always interested in where you're coming from and what your story is so i mean i know i have family ties there but you know just just going down there and being able to you know see a different place and it's quite far but it's definitely worth the worth the travel last question is what's what's your go-to breakfast what's your favorite breakfast uh, well, my go-to breakfast every day is oatmeal and fruit okay. and a coffee. If I had to say like what my splurge breakfast was is, um, make some mean waffles. So oh. my waffle, I like, I love making waffles. It just takes more time, but waffles with fresh fruit, fresh whipped cream, that would be, that's my ideal breakfast. <laughs> it sounds like we have to have one of these just specifically around food. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely um, awesome. Thank you both. Thank you for doing those. So a couple more questions uh, before we wrap up is, so you seem like, you know, you're super excited about your role. You love, you've got lots of energy. What do you love about what you do? Like what gets you, what gets you up in the morning, you know, working for Fortis and being, you know, sounds like you're able to help people, you're able to help businesses as well, but you know, what do you, what do you love about what you do? I think it's just that, you know, no, no days the same. Like I get to be able to do so many different things in this job. Um, even on the events job too, you know, you go to, events you'd have different conversations you'd have you'd be di in different places and i think for this job as well you get to i get to work on so many different projects i get to work with so many different team members not only within the communications group but then also within the organization so i get to meet so many different people and then be able to kind of work collaboratively with them on what you know what they need how we can help them and you know i just i i really like just being able to work with people and being able to really work toward a common goal and you know one of the projects we did um, was our corporate and sustainability report and that was a full team effort that we worked on together and it was just how we all came together worked through it and you know it was just something that you know when you looked at looked at it after it just felt, you felt really great that you know we were all able to do this so i think it's just the amount of work the sheer diversity of the work that we get to do and then being able to work with so many different people as well and it's just it's a great team i really like being on on the team that i have and i'm on and it's just it's great awesome well let's leave everyone with a takeaway so what are some low cost or no cost tips for small businesses or small business owners to help them lower energy use what are some things that people can actually implement right away that they can do yeah so i mean there's we have a so many different tips on our website for residential customers, but then also for small businesses and um, even for restaurants, food service industry. Um, so, you know, a few, few of the highlight ones are, you know, if you have a programmable thermostat, utilize that, that. And, you know, if there's times where there's less occupancy in the building, um, if they're, you know, if um, uh, businesses are having, you know, reduced hours or are closed due to COVID-19, you know, be able, being able to set the temperature so that you're not using as much energy to heat the building if it's not needed. Um, and then I think, you know, if there's anything like if for, um, you know, leaky faucets, drips, anything like that, fixing any of those, having someone come in to, to look at that if needed, because, you know, that could be a wasted source of energy um, and water as well. And then on the electronic side, you know, making sure that computers are all, you know, turned off when they're not needed, um, that they're utilizing the settings on the computer monitors, because I think it's about 75% of the energy powering the computer actually goes toward the monitor. So if the monitor is left on, you know, it, it's going to um, consume a lot of energy. So making sure, you know, those are in place. And then even a low cost tip 
for um, some businesses is to install like lighting controls in their um, buildings or like occupancy sensors. And what those do is um, it detects motion when, when um, someone's there. So it'll brighten the lights. And if it detects motion or doesn't detect motion after a certain amount of time, it'll start to lower the lights. So then it, you know, you're not wasting as much energy when there's no one in the room. And then you're also not um, you know, people aren't responsible either to have to turn them off if, you know, they may not know that they're going to be the last person in the room either. So, you know, it's just being able to manage that energy use more um, electronically as well. So, you know, definitely different types of tips and tricks out there on our website. So, um, you know, there's quite a few of them that they, it's a good starting point. And then if, you know, further down the line, then of course, we're there to support them with any other energy efficiency upgrades that they're looking to do. That's awesome. Well, thank you for uh, spending the morning with us this morning and, and those great tips. And if, again, if people want to learn more, where the, what's the best way for them to go and learn more about either the tips or the rebates, where, where should they go? So they can visit fortisbc.com slash rebates to yeah. um, visit, to look at any of the rebates we have um, yeah. online. And then in that same section, there is a section to, for saving energy in your home, saving energy in your business. And those were all the tips. There's lots of videos and, um, images of how to, you know, save energy um, in the home, in the business. So, you know, we're always looking to help our customers in any way we can. So, you know, if anyone has questions, they're always welcome to call our contact centers. There's, um, you know, the numbers also on our website, but we have contact centers in Burnaby, Prince George and Trail. So all very local and, you know, always wanting to help. So, you know, if, and then of course, if there's any commercial customers, there's the energy solutions managers or the key account managers that can help them as well. That's awesome. Well, thank you so much for your time this morning. It's been great. And um, I wish you the best of luck on your cake journey, making you a three-tier cake too. So <laughs> it, it's really great to see Fortis BC helping small businesses with energy saving solutions. And I encourage everyone listening and watching today that, that you know, go to the website and learn more. And like I said, there's, it sounds like there's lots of touch points for sure that if, they're, if they have questions and so forth. So Lauren, again, thank you so much for um, joining us this morning. Thank you so much for having me. This is, this is a great conversation. It was fun. Thank you. So everyone have a great rest of your day and thank you for tuning in to Business Matters. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to another episode of Business Matters with host Rob Capello. If you're interested in being on the show, reach out to us and join the conversation.